Hey everybody, welcome to our brand new Journeys with Jesus God podcast, where we share our highs and lows of our lives, journeys with Jesus, deep testimonies, personal stories, fabulous devotionals, and much, much more. This is an uplifting, faith-based Christian podcast for anyone of all ages to tune in and become blessed. If you know someone that might be interested and encouraged in hearing the word of God, or to come along and be uplifted for your day, then this is the place for you. In his word it says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. I hope and pray that this podcast uplifts and touches your hearts and helps you throughout the day. May the Holy Spirit guide, provide, protect and convict you while working alongside you as you face any troubles and struggles you may be facing throughout the day or that you might be going through. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Good afternoon everybody, Journeys with Jesus, your host Gina speaking. So I've just read a little bit on the Bible in 2 Thessalonians 1, the book fell open to that page, and I was reading a bit about suffering, and it's now chucking down with rain, which is, I knew it was going to start doing that. Anyway, so if if you hear sounds, that's my family as well, so anyway... Um, we'll just get into the episode today and see where God takes us and where he leads us. I hope you're all doing well. Um, apologies, there's not really been many episodes come out. Um, but there is one now. And um, yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So, the Lord took me to Second Thessalonians 1. You know when you just get the urge to open your Bible? Well, that should be like every day, but not every day we do it, do we? But, having said that... We shall read this. It says, Suffering, when silence falls. Have you ever like felt like God was silent with you? Because sometimes I feel like sometimes it seems like God is silent with me, but that might not always be the case. He might like really chucking it out there. But anyway, let's just continue. Have you got your hot chocolate and your snacks and your blankets and everything and your teddies? Let's roll right in. Suffering, when silence falls. Susie had been a Christian most of her life. She had a family and a home, a lovely family and a home, and a great relationship with God. She was the kind of girl that everyone loved to be around. She was funny, sweet, very loving and caring, and the best friend you could ask for. As Susie grew older, she was desperate for more of God, more wisdom, more love and more understanding. Unlike her friends, Susie had a daily quiet time. God always met with her until one day. That's strange, Sue thought. Must be me. One. On one of the days, God seemed to stay quiet. She had no words, no pictures, no good thoughts, no tingle down her spine and no joy. Her days got drier, so she tried even harder. Around the same time, Susie realised her boyfriend was acting very strangely towards her. She confronted him and he told her he'd realised he no longer loved her. Susie was devastated and turned to God for comfort, but she still appeared to stay silent. Shortly afterwards, Susie received a phone call. Her best friend had been in a serious accident. She was lying in intensive care. Lost and alone, Susie opened her Bible, desperate and crying out to God. Her quiet time became a very loud time, but she still heard nothing. And this, guys, is from the Youth Bible, so if you want to read along. um, Yeah, I think we're going to be just doing some reading today and reflections and see what God is saying to us. Susie began to blame God. Why are you doing this? Why are you ignoring me? Do you care? Are you even there? As Susie cried, 
She remembered in the past God telling that no matter what the circumstances, he was still God and deserved her worship. She realized it's easy to pray when God feels really close and all things are good. But as soon as he tested her to see if she really meant it about worshiping him in all circumstances, she had struggled. Read 2 Thessalonians 1 to 1:12. What should our response be when suffering comes our way? How might knowing that you will have peace with God in the future help you through your troubles right now? Consider the troubles you may be experiencing at the moment. Think about what God may be teaching you. Getting hold of some books by people who have suffered for Jesus. How do they keep going? For more, we should see the contents below. Okay, so let's read Second Philosians 2. From Paul to listen to Timothy to the church in Thessalonica in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul talks about God's judgment. We must always thank God for you, brothers and sisters. This is only right because your faith is growing more and more and the love that every one of you has for each other is increasing. So we boast about you to the other churches of God. We tell them about the way you continue to be strong and have faith even though you are being treated badly and are suffering many troubles. This is proof that God is right in his judgment. He wants you to be counted worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. God will do what is right. He will give trouble to those who trouble you and he will give rest to you who are troubled and to us also when the Lord Jesus appears with burning fire from heaven with his powerful angels. Then he will punish those who do not know God and who do not obey the good news about our Lord Jesus Christ. Those people will be punished with a destruction that continues forever. They will be kept away from the Lord and from his great power. This will happen on the day when the Lord Jesus comes to receive glory because of his holy people. And all the people who have believed will be amazed at Jesus. I sound like with it every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. You will be in that group because you believe what we told you. This is why we always pray for you asking our God to help you live the kind of life he called you to live. We pray that with his power God will help you do the good things you want oh sorry and perform the works that come from your faith. We pray all this so the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will come in glory in you. Wait sorry we pray all this so that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will have glory in you and you have glory in him. That glory comes from the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to continue reading okay because um even though it says 1 to 12 and I think that is to 12 I, I continued reading and the Lord showed me something else so I'm going to show you oh no no I just oh no where'd it go what page was that <laughs> hang on let me find it again okay right so the next bit in 2nd Thessalonians 2 evil things will happen brothers and sisters we have something to say about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and the time when we will meet together with him. Do not become easy upset in your thinking or afraid. If you hear that the day of the Lord has already come, someone may say this in a prophecy or in a message or in a letter. 
as if it came from us. Now be careful of people on YouTube saying that as well. Do not let anyone fool you in any way. That day of the Lord will not come until the turning away from God happens and the man of evil, who is on his way to hell, appears. He will be against and put himself above anything called God or anything that people worship. And we notice that's actually happening. And that man of evil will even go into God's temple and sit there and say that he is God. I told you when I was with you that all this would happen. Do you not remember? And now you know what is stopping that man of evil so he will appear at the right time. The secret power of evil is already working in the world. But there is one who is stopping that power and he will continue to stop it until it's taken out of the way. Then that man of evil will appear, and the Lord Jesus will kill him with the breath that comes from his mouth, and will destroy him with the glory of his coming. The man of evil will come by the power of Satan. He will have great power, and he will do many different false miracles, signs and wonders. He will use every kind of evil to trick those who are lost. They will die because they refuse to love the truth. If they love the truth, they would be saved. For this reason, God sends them something powerful that leads them away from the truth, so they will believe a liar. So all those who will be judged guilty who do not believe the truth, but enjoy doing evil. Now I want to continue because um, this is just really interesting. I just enjoy reading more of the Lord. Um, what is recently, I have noticed very similar things with what we're reading right now because it's already happening. We know with the world, um, people believe in certain signs and wonders um i'm gonna i'm not gonna like condemn anybody like there's no condemnation in christ but being drunk on the holy spirit is not the truth and it's blasphemy so if anyone is believing in things like that you need to repent okay and there's many 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 scriptures on this about we have to put away our old self being drunk um there's a scripture for that and I, I haven't got it right here but there is scriptures about being drunk and it's not godly so whoever says being drunk on the holy spirit is twisting scripture to fit their own agenda and like it says here he will have a great power and he will do many different false miracles signs and wonders there's a person on youtube uh as known as um, a pastor, I don't know. I'm not going to say the name. Um, who who walks up to people and um, basically makes them fall on the floor, and it's really scary to watch. Um, and some of my friends believe this. Believe this is you know a man of God. And obviously, I'm not coming against this person, but you can clearly feel in your spirit that something icky is happening, and you know that. When you use the sermon, the Lord will speak to you and say, that's not him, that's not the Holy Spirit. And God will not make you drunk on himself like he won't. Um, something about new wine, something about um, things like that. And seriously, I'm not coming against this person, you know. You can believe what you want to believe, but we are here to stand for the truth and stand for our Lord Jesus Christ. That If we see something that is false, we have a right to call it out. Okay, it says, you are chosen for salvation. Brothers and sisters, whom the Lord loves, God chose you from the beginning to be saved. So we must always thank God for you. You are saved by the Spirit. 
that makes you holy and by your faith in the truth god used the good news that we preach to call you to be saved so you can share in the glory of our lord jesus christ so brothers and sisters stand strong and continue to believe in the teachings we gave you in our speaking and our letter may our lord jesus christ himself god our father encourage you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say god loved us and through his grace he gave us a good hope and encouragement that continues forever and lord jesus i just pray that you protect your people your children um from any deceiving spirits from any false signs and wonders um for that they'll know that they will come like you said they will now we should be stay prayed up pray for our brothers and sisters um that we may not be deceived and if they are not believing in the truth then it seems like yeah they're believing in something that is false and it says that you send them um what's this something powerful that leads them away from the truth so they will believe a liar have mercy on those people who are believing a lie lord and then may we continue to spread the good news and not twist it for our own agenda in jesus name okay um so that is what i learned well that's what i read this morning the lord showed that to me and because i was talking about it yesterday i was talking about it to my friend yesterday about um some congregations believe in things like this and it's quite scary so when the lord takes you away from that he's protecting you he's protecting you from things like that you know and if you feel something icky in your spirit believe it that it's the holy spirit telling you he's trying to protect you okay um i've got this book from church it's called good news for everyone find your way around the bible and it's got a nice cover that says far from god retirement friendship coming to terms with the death ill or in pain afraid thankful and hurt called bible helps now i'm back to the one about friendships we continue reading that we can do that together in the next episode if you want i've got my bible here which is handy we are going to look at friendship for example and see what god says to us about friendship and the first bit it says first john 4 7 so we'll find that and the youth bible because the interesting thing is i've just found it it says love comes from god but above it it says warning against false teachers interesting and then the next bit it says why we must love each other so let's read it it says okay let's read this bit of this is about friendship okay this is an example guys this is how we can pick a topic read it and see what god says about it and see what he says to us how we should apply our life right um how we should apply it to our life okay um love comes from god dear friends we should love each other because love comes from god everyone who loves has become god's child and knows god whoever does not love does not know god and by the way we should get onto that about how the world perceives love as well but we shouldn't get too much into it um because there's different types of love and people use the word love a lot and they kind of like misuse the word as well so anyway whoever does not love does not know god because god is love this is how god showed his love to us he sent his one and only son into the world so that we could have life through him this is what real love is it is not our love for god it is god's love for us in sending his son to be the way to take away our sins dear friends if god loved us that much we should also love each other no one has ever seen god 
but if we love each other god lives in us 1 john 4 7 so i mean we can continue reading because i really love i love god's word so much obviously now uh, obviously now but i mean like i did before but i mean you know um we get excited don't we okay who does not love does not know god because god is love okay dear friends so this is verse 11 if god loved us that much we should also love each other no one has ever seen god but if we love each other god lives in us and his love is made perfect in us and when i i remember when i was like um reading about this and it says in us what does that mean in us if he's in us in us so it says the spirit lives in us within us we know that we live in god and he lives there we go he just answered <laughs> We know that we live in God and he lives in us because he gave us his spirit. There we go, he's answered. We have seen and can testify that the Father sent his son to be the saviour of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God has God living inside and that person lives in God. And so we know the love that God has for us and we trust that love. God is love those who live in love live in god and god lives in them this is how love is made perfect in us that we can be without fear on the day god judges us because in this world we are like him where god's love is there is no fear because god's perfect loves drive out fear there you go so if you ever have fear in a church it's not from god it is punishment that makes a person feel so love is not made perfect in the person who fears. Here you go, I just learnt something. We love God because God first loved us. If people say, I love God, but hate their brothers or sisters, they are liars. Those who do not love their brothers and sisters whom they have seen cannot love God. So maybe we should do some repenting. Who they have never seen. And God gave us this command. Those who love God must also love their brothers and sisters. Say Amen. Say amen, guys. Say amen because we're reading his scripture. Now, for some reason, warning against false teachers. It's like God really wants me to say that today, and um, because obviously it's on my mind as well because of what I spoke about to my friend uh, last, literally last night, about what happened to me previously. Um, obviously, I'm literally trying not to condemn anybody. I mean, you can treat someone badly and ask for forgiveness, and they can treat you badly and ask for forgiveness. Um, it happens down here, isn't it? Yeah, we must love each other. Here we go. We must love each other. Forgiveness. See, I've literally just picked up this book. I've just literally just... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. Here, look. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh, we're talking about this. We're talking about this um, church. About, um, and then yesterday I was reading um, something about Peter wanting Jesus' forgiveness and Jesus forgave him for denying him or something and I said we've all been a bit like Peter haven't we that's what I said yesterday okay we can continue reading that but I would like to read this before you guys go I would like to read this to you um, right it says it's in 1st John 4 warning against false teachers and then I will go and read the scripture on forgiveness and then we can pray and i really pray that this has blessed you guys because i don't want to ramble a lot and i think god is calming me down i'm not rambling today <laughs> not rambling so much today i'm actually getting into it right in against false teachers 
My dear friends, many false prophets have come out into the world. So do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. Like my friend said, know them by their fruits. To see if they are from God. This is how you can know God's spirit. Every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ came to earth as a human is from God. And every spirit who refuses to say this about Jesus is not from God. It is the spirit of the enemy of Christ, which you have heard is coming, and now he is already in the world. My dear children, you belong to God and have defeated them, because God's spirit who is in you is greater than the devil who is in the world. And they belong to the world, so they say, so what they say is from the world, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God, and those who know God listens to us, but those who are not from God do not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit that is true and the spirit that is false. Thanks be to God. Now we can read forgiveness. I really feel his presence. Hello, Jesus. It's good, isn't it? He's like, hey, this. It's like he probably enjoys, he enjoys us reading about his word to, us, to everybody. So he enjoys it. And I'm hope, I hope he does anyway. I hope I'm doing the right thing. I like just, I hope I'm reading it right. And I hope, you know, that God is pleased. <laughs> anyway, I want to read this before I read the bit about forgiveness, okay? Why, wait, we must love each other. This is important, write it down. So this is still in John, 1 John free but it's 311 i think let me check it's 311 okay but we can continue reading because we love it otherwise we just end up sidetracking in the world and not read a bit of jesus and jesus waits for us doesn't he he waits for us and we like just do all our stuff in the world and we kind of not go back to him and we like you know hey look see he's responded here look do not <laughs> i love it when he does this you know look the thing that we just said and it says do not love the world or the things in the world if you love the world the love of the father is not in you there you go so sometimes we kind of like be bogged down with like emails work children stuff food i don't know building i don't know everything like you kind of forget jesus is here we need to speak to him jesus jesus is our helper there we go right where are we going now because he's just literally just helping me and you and yeah we can read a bit about forgiveness and i hope this isn't too long we must love each other okay guys okay really i really feel his presence hi geez how you doing <laughs> hi geez how you doing it's <laughs> so funny anyway we must love each other this is the teaching you have heard from the beginning we must love each other do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. Why did he kill him? Because the things Cain did were evil. And that reminds me of, remember that someone did a hate crime and killed by innocent children? This is exactly what's going on here, isn't it? Look. Because the things Cain did were evil, and the things his brother did were good. And that, is, like, this person was from that LG. BTQ community who was transgender and they they think love is they say love is love and they use the pride flag and I think it's blasphemy because the rainbow is basically God's promise to us that he does he doesn't want to flood the hurt the earth in the days of Noah wasn't it? Can't remember now. Noah's Ark wasn't it? And that was God's promise. But now the world has twisted the rainbow flag to be a gay pride flag and it's to see how the world like twists things 
I mean, I'm not like being a transphobe or anything, just um, you've got to love them too, those who are like blind, those who are like struggling with that. So we have to um, be, be kind and loving to them. Forgive me if, if I um, was being a bit rude there. Okay, we must love each other. Brothers and sisters, do not be surprised when the people of the world hate you. We know we have left death and come into life because we love each other. Whoever does not love is still dead. Everyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderers have eternal life in them. This is how we know what real love is. Jesus gave his life for us, so we should give our lives for our brothers. <laughs> we should give our lives to our brothers and sisters. Suppose someone has, uh, that's between me and God then, okay. Suppose someone has enough to live on and sees a brother or sister in need, but does not help. And God's love is not living in that person. Oh, this reminds me of that thing in Matthew 25 where God says we did not do to the least of these something, something. Yeah, you were talking about his brothers and sisters in him. So, my children, we should love people not only with words and talk, but by our actions and true caring. Have we been speaking to someone nicely? Have we been acting nicely? Have we... What about our thoughts as well? God knows them. This is the way we know that we belong to the way of truth. When our hearts make us feel guilty, we can still have peace before God. God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. My dear friends, if our hearts do not make us feel guilty, we can come without fear to God's presence and God gives us what we ask for because we obeyed God's commands and do what pleases him. So I really try to please him in this in these podcasts. I try not to go by my own understanding. So we need to go to the scriptures and see what he actually says, not what we say. Yeah, I feel really at peace right now, okay. This is what God commands. That we believe in his son, Jesus Christ, that we love each other just as he commanded. People who obey God's commands live in God and God lives in them. We know that God lives in us because of the spirit God gave us. Now say amen. Everyone say amen. Oh, and maybe we should do an episode about Easter, the origins of it, and maybe not led away from it, but about, like, it's when God shows us more stuff, in it? What's this? Anne was an average schoolgirl. I obviously shouldn't, I mean, look, I'm going to read this, and then we can read forgiveness, and then we can pray, okay, guys? Sorry, I've just sidetracked. Anyway, Anne was an average schoolgirl. Her grades were average, B's and C's in most subjects, her interest in school was average. She thought school was okay, but she would rather play tennis or watch television. Her social life was average. What does that mean, average? I was thinking about that word the other day. An occasional date or evening out with some friends. Anne couldn't wait to leave school and get on with life. She didn't know what she wanted, but she knew that it had to be more interesting than what she was doing. One day after school, Anne went to the shops. There were some members of a religious group approached her. Anne had never heard of the group, but because they offered her a chance to belong, to take part in something greater than herself, she joined them. After two years, Anne decided that the cult had manipulated her for its own ends. The group had offered answers to tough questions, but then told her to stop asking questions, to just believe. It used her to raise money by selling flowers, sweets and other things. When she asked where all the money was going, she was told it wasn't her concern. Finally, she dropped out. She felt sick about the two years she had wasted. Why was I attracted to that group? She later asked herself, 
I was a typical youngster with a comfortable lifestyle. Why did I change my life so drastically? I wasn't that happy. The Colossian Christians experienced a similar attraction to false beliefs. Colossians 2 1 15 warns the early Christians not to be fooled by empty teachings. How might Anne's response to the cult have been different if she had listened to the warnings in this passage? How can you recognise false teachers today according to the passage? Consider making a list of Paul's warnings about false teachers. See, I think I think the Lord is really agreeing with me by what I've been going through and what I had been going through. Um, I don't want to be deceived anymore. Anyway, making a list of false questions. Wait, questions? Wait, making a list of Paul's warnings and false... Oh, sorry. Make a list of Paul's warnings and false teachers. Refer to it when someone offers you a quick appealing answers to tough questions. And asking ourselves, are we false teachers? Because we need to be prayed up and ask God's spirit to help us because we can't go by on the sound like I'm saying. You know? Be really careful, guys. You have to be so careful. And if the Lord convicts you or gives you that warning, listen to him. And don't go by your own understanding because I've done that so many times. I've just gone by my own understanding and I got hurt. And people manipulate me and gaslight me and all that and it's like it's not nice even when the lord's telling you something and they tell you something else it's like he doesn't want you to get hurt refer to it when someone offers you a quick opinion of answers to tough questions asking your minister or youth leader to get literature from cult groups and asking for his help in evaluating the group's claim in the light of scripture wow that's next to this one where it says forgiveness so let's read this then. I think I, I really believe that God is trying to um, tell us something about false teachers because I opened that up first this morning and then I read it. And then, you know, you see where he's like showing us all these things in his word in the youth Bible right now. So we haven't just landed on it by chance, have we? And he knew <laughs> I was saying last night to my friend and I was opening up to them. Anyway, the face of hatred, just before Lilano, Lilano, Leonardo da Vinci began painting The Last Supper, he argued bitterly with a fellow painter. Da Vinci was so enraged that he decided to paint the face of his enemy as the face of Judas. In, his, in this way, the hated painter's face would be presented for ages to the face of the disciple who betrayed Jesus. Da Vinci painted the face of Jesus quickly. At first he took delight as everyone who came past recognised the face of the painter in Judas. Work on the other disciples' portraits continues. I don't know what I'm reading here. Da Vinci tried several times to start Jesus' face but couldn't make any progress. Something seemed to baffle him, frustrating his best efforts. In that time, Da Vinci saw his hatred of our painter of the other painter that the problem holding him back from finishing his work and after repainting the face of Judas was he able to paint Jesus' face and complete in his masterpiece in his work on the last supper to finish he learned something important about forgiveness Colossians 1 15 29 has a sim- similar lesson as it explains how Christ came to forgive to the end of to the end to end the separation between God and people. How was Leonardo da Vinci's separation from 
his fellow pains talk, like humanity's separation from God, as described in the passage. How do you feel when you are forgiven? How do you feel when you forgive someone else? Conf- consider confessing your sins to God, and if you can, to an adult you trust, it may help you to forgive God, to feel God's forgiveness. Closing your eyes and thinking about the face of someone that you need to forgive. Then imagine the face of Jesus next to that person. Ask God to help you forgive them. Okay, that's a bit um, confusing, but I hope that made sense to you guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to pray now. Um, May the Lord bless you as you listen to this and may your ears be blessed. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you very much. Thank you very much for um, giving us the opportunity to, to, to read your word and learn about many topics about you know false teachers forgiveness your love your true love your promises um your faithfulness and that that you you just continue to love us always and you're always working on our behalf even when things feel like they're not working out or things just feel so uncomfortable thank you for helping us and giving your grace and your mercy and forgive us for any sins that we've done um, or that we have done even though you've already forgiven us for our sins on the cross but thank you for forgiving us always and that your mercies are new every morning we pray that this uh, your scriptures have um, opened up our hearts and our minds and that um, can reveal the truth to those who are being deceived and believing a lie um, and may we not condemn them may we pray for them or for forgiveness and love and grace and that they will turn back to you and be convicted and know that your your truth is your truth and not what people say is their truth and so they're not confused lord to help them turn away help them to turn away from confusion and help them to believe in you and your word only and may it will be done in all of our lives in jesus name amen feels like I'm defined by them All of the evidence stacked against me All of the fingers are pointed at me I can't deny it All of my mistakes Woven through my story All the mess I make God use it for your glory Every wrong turn it's true Let me right here to you I may lose my way Nothing's greater than your grace Not even my mistakes Not even my mistakes I hunger to be holy But I still wrestle with the old me You know who I am, who I'm becoming Through all the dirt and the stains, you love me I can't deny it All of my mistakes Woven through my story All the mess I make God use it for your glory Every wrong turn, it's true Let me right here to you I may lose my way Nothing's greater than your grace Not even 
instead. 